Leah Buckles from Prestige Worldwide Medical Consulting. I'm a U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant, and former CMP examiner. Today, I want to come on and discuss um, erectile dysfunction as it relates to mental health disorders like PTSD, depression, anxiety, and VA disability. Okay. So many veterans are service connected for erectile dysfunction um, for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it can be what I like to call primary or directly related to service. So for example, if you get diagnosed in service and treated, um, it's pretty much established that the condition happened while you were in the line of duty on active duty. Okay. Now there may be, it, nothing is always and never, right? A hundred percent. But generally speaking, if you have a valid diagnosis in service, you were treated, et cetera, um, you know, that's pretty easy, right? Um, to get service connected, it should be. So on a secondary basis, which is what we're about to jump into, um, we can see veterans develop erectile dysfunction um, related to other service connected disabilities. So We've done some videos in the past, erectile dysfunction related to back pain, erectile dysfunction related to hypertension, things like that. Today, I want to discuss probably what I see the most, which is erectile dysfunction related to mental health disorders, okay? So to jump right in, um, there are several pieces of literature that I like to use, and these pieces of literature you can go look up, um, review yourself, print out, take to your doctor. Um, ask them to write you a short statement to accompany your um, sub submission. It, you don't require a medical opinion letter from your treating provider or for some, from someone like me. You can get a medical opinion at the CMP exam. The CMP examiner is going to provide a medical opinion related um, to their pro the probability of this condition being related to your service or your service-connected disability. But it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to have one from your treating provider either. It could be something as, as short as a couple of sentences or a paragraph, something in your medical notes, a separate memorandum that they write. I write lengthy letters that have research that are is associated with my opinions because I don't feel that it's helpful to simply write an opinion and say, because I said so. I like to back up my, uh, my uh, opinions with peer-reviewed literature to support my opinion. That doesn't mean it always works. But I, I find that that can be very helpful to have an opinion that is supported by peer-reviewed medical literature. So some of those articles that I like to use that you guys can go look up and print out and, and use if it applies to you are, uh, firstly, let's see, Sexual Dysfunction, a Common Problem in Veterans with PTSD. This was published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine in 2015 found that male veterans with PTSD and anxiety were significantly more likely than civilian counterparts to report ED or other sexual problems. Another article, Sexual Dysfunction in Veterans with Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder, published in April of 2015 in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, um, has some good literature in it as well. I'm not going to read off all of the stuff because you guys can go find it and pull it. Um, PTSD and Sexual Dysfunction in Men and Women, published in May of 2015 in the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Sexual Dysfunction Among Male Veterans Returning from Iraq and Afghanistan, Prevalence and Co Correlates, published in February of 2013 in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, uh, has some information as well. I have several others, um, but I won't, I won't go into all of them and bore you guys with 10 or 15 different research articles. There's a lot out there. I don't think it's good to use like Wikipedia or 
some type of dot com email that or dot com website. It's it's good to use peer reviewed medical research. So stuff I find usually uh, on PubMed and things like that. So one other last point is that many veterans have medications related to their mental health disorder that can cause or contribute to erectile dysfunction as well. So there are many medications, uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhib inhibitors or SSRIs, SNRIs, antipsychotics, uh, different types of medications that are used in the treatment of mental health disorders can also contribute to ED. There's a lot of literature out there that supports the connection. One of the articles that I like to use when I discuss medications is sexual dysfunction and selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors and potential solutions, a narrative literature review published in 2016 and the mental health clinician. There's some language in there that I like to use. So I hope this was helpful. I want to, oh, I guess I should go over the ratings really quickly. So ratings are really not my area of expertise, but I know veterans like to hear about this stuff. So I just try to toss it in. I'm not an accredited agent. I'm not an attorney or a VSO. I am a medical expert. Uh, I go over records and I write medical opinions based on what I have reviewed. Okay. So if you have questions about the administrative process or ratings, et cetera, you want to talk with a, an accredited agent, VSO, or an attorney. But this information is readily available online as well. You can find it in the 38 Code of Federal Regulation. You can also find it on several websites and blogs related to some of the more popular accredited attorneys, um, accredited law firms. So generally, erectile dysfunction is going to be uh, special monthly compensation. You're going to receive special monthly compensation for loss of a creative organ. And that is special monthly compensation K. So that means that if you're rated 100% for whatever your conditions are, you're still going to be entitled to a separate payment on top of that related to the special monthly compensation. It's generally about $110. I think, I, I don't know exactly what it is, right? It might be like 112 right now. I think it goes up every year. That's, you know, easily found on VA.gov's website as well. So you are probably going to be rated 0% unless you have some of the following characteristics that can go up. But if you don't have any obvious abnormalities and it's just the function that is impaired, then it will be 0% if it is service connected. So when it comes to the ratings, erectile dysfunction is going to be rated 0% if it is simply um, just the dysfunction itself and there's not really any physical abnormalities. Now you're going to get let's see, 20% if you have atrophied testicles on both sides. If you're experiencing ED as a result of atrophied testicles, you'll receive a 20% um, rating. If only one testicle is affected, it's going to be 0%. If you are also experiencing ED due to a physical deformity, you're able to get 20%. If you have your glands or the tip of your penis removed, that will be 20%. You know, that could be due to cancer. You could have had a traumatic injury, IED explosion, who knows what. If you had a partial removal of the penis, it's going to be 30% if they have removed half or over half of your penis. And I think that's about it. Some of my friend, my sharpshooter friends out here might get me um, that are watching the video, but I always appreciate you guys' feedback. And um, again, if you guys have any comments, questions, things that you'd like to hear about in the future, please drop them in the comments. Please like and subscribe. I appreciate you guys a ton and you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks a lot.